2: Kehoe, Damon Bradshaw, Mike Larocco, and Doug Dubach, and we rounded out with Ron Tichner. And uh, th- these are all names that historically are all either in the Hall of Fame right now, Tony, or they're headed there. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, uh, Tischner, I think he raced for tough racing, if I remember right, way back in the day. That's, that's kind of going back, kind of a Midwest thing. Tough racing was a big deal around here, but uh, all those names obviously are heroes. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's fun. I I like reading race wrecks. They they have all kinds of uh, good stuff uh, that we can look back on and and uh, you know and, and really. I, I think I don't know if if the younger generation enjoys it as much as we do. I'm forty's forty one, so kind of old. You know, like Ron Lachine was my hero when I was a kid. And right. I had I had Jeff Ward posters. I'm that old, so I don't <laughs> I don't know if people. You know, if it's the old guys that read that stuff or not, but it's pretty cool. There's a lot of stuff going on this week, Scott. Let's breaking
2: news. If we can, Tony, start us off.
0: Well, we start with Weston Pike. He had a pretty serious injury overseas, and, and uh, he he smashed his face. And uh, we can get into that when we have an open segment. But uh, uh, it sounds like there's no no brain injury, but he is in an induced coma. As or was while they're doing some reconstructive surgery, sounds like his whole face is going to have to be re- reconstructed. So, pretty wild um, there for Wesson. We hope he, he can, uh, you know, it's always it's always uh, tough to see an injury, and especially in our sport. And and uh, we wish w- Wesson the best. Also, uh, American Flat Track dropped some bombs on Indian motorcycles on the Flat Track rules, and two out of the three look like they're going directly after. You remember Honda in the 80s when they started whooping everybody's they butts? Were dominant. In uh, on Heartland and they immediately came out with some new packages to even the playing field. Well, it sounds like American Flat Track has done that, and they're getting some heat uh, from from a lot of the fans. So we'll talk about that. Also, I want to say a big congrats to Cameron Steele who won his first Baja One Thousand. He's an old motorcycle guy. Uh, he did it in a truck, but still cool to see a motor motorcycle guy do so well at the Baja One Thousand. Uh, I I wasn't there obviously. I rode the week before in Baja, but. Um, have done the thousand and it's it's quite an undertaking to you finish were cutting that trail I, yeah, I wasn't actually i just <laughs> rode down from from tacati to cabo it was pretty sweet but yeah so that this was a loop race this year but camera still wins that Mini o's are going on right now down in florida um and then uh, some also big news we had danny walker on last week and it sounds like road race factory is not going to go racing so the broster chicken will stay home so danny walker said if it don't come through with honda he's going to have a big garage sale so
1: you want to be there at that garage sale <laughs> or keep an eye on online for it if you need anything if, racing related if,
2: if he does have a garage sale, i'd like to go we could do the show from there i think there'd be a ride <laughs> i doubt it's quite like a garage sale but well maybe a, a shop sale yeah all right all right let's go to uh pj pj i know well, you also have some breaking
1: you up. sure did the last race of the uh, of the moto gp season 2018 has happened 2019's already kicked off with testing Uh, During the race, it was a rain-soaked event. Uh, Marquez crashed and ultimately uh, DNF'd. Rossi crashed as well. He came through to finish uh, top 15. I want to say he maybe even made 13th without looking at the results. Uh, Ultimately, Davizioso came across the line first, finishing the season strong on his Ducati. Um, Rins was in there. Uh, it was not our, you know, Davizioso has been there and Renz has been there of late. So it was an interesting end of the season, more about testing. Vinales, uh, was fastest in the first day of testing over Marquez. So we're all looking forward to what next year is going to look like with, uh, One, Jorge Lorenzo now being uh, teamed with Mr. Marquez. Looking forward to it.
2: It's Pit Pass Radio, everybody. Scott Casper, Tony Wink, and uh, P.J. Duran. Uh, And I want to thank our good friends. The parent of this company now is, of course, Front Porch People. Check it out online, Front Porch People. Look for them, and uh, you'll see all the other programming that they offer. We will be making some changes in the com- coming weeks to the sound of the show, and, of course, our Internet website will change as well. So keep an eye open for all the big changes, a real positive move by the good folks at Front People do up on the program. Hour number two: Stuart Baylor and JD Beach. Hour number one: Chance Fullerton will round out hour number one in the middle of it all. Stevie Bonzi will be joining us, but we start with a cat who had well one hell of a twenty seventeen. I got to tell you that, and that's Zach Osborne. Zach, welcome back. How are you, bud? Yeah,
3: good, man. How about
2: you? There he is. Okay, can you can we turn him up, Jack? Just a little bit. Okay, um Zach. Uh, Obviously, uh, your quest for a second straight uh, uh, 250 uh, motocross championship was uh, cut short. You missed uh, quite a bit of the season with a torn labrum. How are you and your injury getting along?
3: Yeah, man, everything's good. I've been back on the bike for about seven weeks now. i the the weekend, and that went well. Um was third overall on the weekend, but I had a flat. In the last one was uh, constant second. But other than that, yeah, it's been uh, been a good uh, good time getting back on the bike and getting used to the 450 and yeah,
0: cruising along. Zach, it sounds like we got a little bit of the soup can syndrome <laughs> with your cell phones. <laughs> kind of like sounds like you're. I don't know if we can we can uh, put you on speaker or you put on on speaker maybe or something. I don't know, but what what's going on? But it's it's pretty tough. But we caught most of it. Um, you were just recently racing. Can you talk about that? It was uh, um, it was cool to see you back.
3: Yeah, I'm a, everything was good uh, over the weekend. Like I said, we were in Paris, and uh, uh, it was my first race as a as a full time four fifty rider. So I'm really happy with the way everything's going. My bike's working perfectly, and um, it's been it's made for an easier transition to have a bike that's working so good. So yeah, I'm looking looking forward to the season ahead.
0: You're training in Florida, correct?
3: Yes, sir. I'm training in Florida. Uh, still it's out of Baker, and uh, yeah. It's been warm finally today and, and the last couple <laughs> days we've had some uh decent temperatures that are um I guess you could say fall like, like it's mid to upper seventies so um but that's been that's a big break from what we've been having.
0: Oh really? What What? how was the weather? Because it's like twenty five, thirty, forty five here. It's pretty crappy.
3: Yeah, I mean like last Tuesday before I left for Paris it was like ninety two, I think. <laughs> um It cooled down a little bit over the weekend down into the 60s, which was a a big drop, but um, yeah, it's supposed to be the rest of the week, low 80s.
0: Sweet. So, um, the Baker Factory, you ride with some other guys, and we have a lot of those other guys on too, but can you talk about what that's like for you as a racer and a competitor, racing with your your competition, or training with your competition, and, and what that does for you? Because, and we've talked about this on the show a lot, but maybe not necessarily as much with you, but... You know, back in the days of, of the Chad Reeds and the and the well, I guess he's still relevant, but Chad Reed and, and and Ricky Carmichael and those guys, they'd never train. I mean, or or James Stewart, they would never be side by side, week in and week out on the bicycle and in the in the weight room and on the on the practice track. It's different now. You guys are and I gotta believe it's it's a it, you guys help elevate each other week in and you know, every single day you guys are improving.
3: Yeah, of course. That's uh that's one of the big benefits about being here is just being able to ride with guys that are um up in the level day in and day out and uh no one ever wants to be the first guy. So yeah, that's a, a huge part of the the draw for me is just um getting to ride with those guys who are, you know, either past champions or vice champions or whatever the case is. It's uh it's a pretty elite group and um we all like to hammer.
0: You know, I've I've said this to you before on the show that you're one of my favorite guys because you did off road. You went and did that, and then you came back to motocross and and uh, you've proven that you're a very versatile guy. Um, the ISDE just went off. Uh, USA finished second. What were your thoughts on that? Did you did you pay any attention at all?
3: Oh yeah, of course. You download the app and uh, watch. You know, test. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, so bad, like uh Second one that I did in Argentina, it was it was sort of seemed similar to that, just huge built beds and and rocks and um, yeah, I I was liking where they were and and you know kind of on the beach in Chile, I uh, I was not that that I wasn't.
0: There. We've almost completely lost you, Zach. Maybe try the speakerphone thing.
3: Yeah, I did that. Oh,
0: okay. you're on speaker. There Maybe you are. Uh, are you in a metal building?
2: <laughs> no. Try to stay in the same place you're in right now. Okay. Zach Osborne, our yeah. guest here on Pit Pass Radio. I've been Radio. laying in my bed the whole time. Oh, boy.
0: All right, what are you wearing? Okay, pass. Don't make it creepy, pass. Tony. <laughs>
2: Don't no. make it creepy. Too late. I would Too have, late. I would have expected that question from me,
0: but, uh, not from me. Uh, Zach Osborne's our guest, and uh, he's now a 450 racer with the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team. Um, you're, you're, talk about your race overseas. Uh, Weston Pike was injured there, if, uh, if my memory serves me correctly. What do you know about that, and and how was the racing yeah. there?
3: Yeah, the racing was really good. It was uh, a super professional event as always, and um, the crowd was mad. Um, they were they were loving it. We had a sellout on Saturday night and uh, near sellout on Sunday night, so it was really nice um, to to have some people to you know that's that's the whole reason for going there is to allow fans to see yourself that don't typically get to see you. So sure, um, yeah, it was a, an awesome race and. Funny it was super unfortunate with Weston, uh, what happened. Like it was, it's pretty crazy that he got hurt where he did because it was like right out of the first turn. And, uh, he just, yeah, got landed on in, in the right area in his face. And, um, yeah, he's he's had a rough couple of days. I know, but, um, I think he's still like minor sedation, but, um, he's been awake at some point today. So that's, that's always good news. There reports, early reports were that he was, you know, to make a full recovery, but, um, so that was a blessing, but that kind of put a damper on everyone's sort of spirit for the weekend because Weston's a really, really good dude. And he, you know, he's a joker and he's always going around to everybody and, and, uh, having fun. So it was just a bit of, um, yeah, like I said, a damper on everyone's spirit.
0: For sure. And nobody else to see anybody get injured, even if, you know, as, as race fans, whether that's their guy or not, you know, that's the unfortunate part of our sport is it's, it's dangerous. And, um, we see it from, uh, you know, when, when Ken Rockson got hurt. You know, I think that put a damper on on Ryan Dungy and a lot of people. Sure. They they saw it, and they were like, man, that could have been me. And, you know, it's amazing what what people bounce back from. And, and obviously, you guys, uh, you people is what I like to say. <laughs> what do you, you mean by you people? You know what I mean. You people. Um, you know, as professional <laughs> racers, you guys ha- are on a different level on – you know, on, on recovering and all of that, like, you know, most people would be laid up and then just, you know, that's it. And you guys bounce back and, and, you know, and everybody, you know, and you had a, a torn labrum, uh, which what, hurts a year or two ago. And, and that's, uh, was that last year?
2: Last year, this season actually. Yeah.
3: Like I just started riding about six weeks ago from that. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. So, I mean, everybody, you know, it, it's part, part of the sport and it's unfortunate. Um, so uh now that you're back and you're racing or you're you're pra- practicing training at the uh Baker factory, what's next for you between now and A one?
3: Uh actually I leave again next Tuesday afternoon to go to the Geneva Supercross. That I'm gonna do oh,
0: oh, wow. you are. Um, cool. one
3: more one more European supercross and then um after that it'll be full speed ahead towards uh Anaheim.
0: You guys can make some pretty good money overseas, can't you?
3: Yeah, it's nice to be able to go there and like I said. uh <laughs> You know, make some extra money as well as, you know, allow people that don't typically get to see you to to be able to have an opportunity to see you. And, um, for me also, it's really nice to have an opportunity to do a little bit of racing.
2: If they paid you in Euro dollars, Zach, if they paid you in Euro dollars, I would suggest converting right away as Britain is looking for a way out. I I have a feeling those Euro dollars are going to drop through the floor.
3: I don't know. I don't know that Britain will affect it that much because Britain's already on their own currency, so it shouldn't be a, a massive deal if they uh, if they end up doing the Brexit thing. Mm.
1: Sounds like a man who's doing his homework, <laughs> if not just his training. He's also doing his homework, Zach. I mean do you do you foresee doing these uh, international events in years to come? Clearly, like you said, you know, it gave you an opportunity to race when you're on your way back from injury. It's just another chance to take a take a starting uh, grid but i mean is it something you want to keep doing as years pass on
3: yeah for sure i i love doing it i love going going overseas i love traveling and um just being able to yeah go and and enjoy myself and um see some friends and and just experience different different cultures it's been kind of my thing for quite a few years now um traveling and and making a living out of racing so i'm super happy to continue for as long as i'm able
0: having done a you know a european tour more than one for you you are, you spent some time over there do you, do you uh do you have some old friends that you can reconnect with over there that, that will come out of the you know come to the races and just to see you and hang out
3: oh yeah for sure i had two really really good friends there this weekend in paris and uh, i hadn't seen them since last year at those nations um so it's, it's nice to get to see some friends and out and, yeah, just really, you know, be able to enjoy the racing a little bit. It's not so much pressure um, like what it is here at home. You know, it doesn't really count for much. And um, just to be able to go there and, and really enjoy it is nice.
2: You know, I, I've got to ask you, though, when you're in a country like France, and in particular the City of Lights, Paris, love is in there, of course. Oh, lovely. Do you take time to do things like go to the Moulin Rouge, go to the Arc de Triomphe? Uh, do, you, do you do some sightseeing stuff?
3: Yeah, of course. Um, I, I didn't do all that this time because it was a really short trip. But my wife and I, whenever I raced in Europe, we went um, and did the whole par- the whole Paris tour. We did. Uh, my mom and I did Venice. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of a, a culture guy, so I, I like to get out and do some things. You know, even here in the States, we always take our daughter to um, children's museums or, yeah grown people museums whatever i mean it's just um something that we like to do you can always learn something and you know there's no reason to just sit in a hotel room when you have the opportunity
2: to get out and see something little heads up take her to the one in st louis the children's museum there is fascinating uh we might have done that one uh, there's a big whale on no. there
3: no talking about the one.
1: st louis uh the city museum nope Ch- children's museum Oh, the City Museum has a whale that you walk into as well in St. Louis. Is there a slide? Yes, there absolutely is. It's called the City Museum. Is that what it's called? That's I thought what it was the called. Children's Museum. Oh, no. They have a bar in the back. I had a few there. It's oh, wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> oh, well, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> that's how
0: he remembers everything. Apparently, uh, Scott did, too, and that's why he no, can't remember. No, I
1: did
2: I was, I was shooting vignettes. So, I mean, I, I did my job, and I got the heck out of there. I didn't even see the bar, but thanks for the heads Poor up. Poor Zach
0: will never get to go back because they're not racing in St. Louis anymore. So, he's like, he just he'll never have a reason It could go come back. back, though, right? I mean, I don't know. Why not? Poor Zach. We feel, hard. We feel I so sorry we, for you.
3: I think we may have went to that this year. Yeah. We did one in Atlanta. We did one in Indy. Um I mean, I, I can't remember. We did something in St. Louis, but I don't remember what it was now.
2: I get to go out and film these vignettes at all these cool places, like in Philadelphia with the uh, Liberty Bell and whatnot. You got to get permission, of course, but man, some of these places you get access that you never would get. Going but, out on the field at, at uh, Cardinal Stadium and whew, that
1: wow. museum also quite famously has a um, what appears to be a full size jet, or yeah, it is a jet on the outside with yeah. a playground around it and a big. Uh, Dodgeball court in nets,
2: super fun. You'd love that well, part, Tony. Cool. Oh yeah, it is. We should have Zach up for a dodgeball game. He can put Yeah, but me two.
0: being the fat guy now, you know, I wasn't yeah, a fat kid when I was a kid. But what now that means you
2: can just sit down early. Uh,
0: you, <laughs> know you know, that's that's take a, a breather. <laughs> 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 it's not how you
1: win, but you get to take a breather.
2: Zach up against the clock here, but I do want to give you a chance to name off those sponsors you'd like to recognize.
3: Yeah, just uh, Rockstar Energy has Fun Factory Racing, uh, Fly Racing. Garnet, Oakley, Women, Massimo, just everyone that helps me out. It's nice to be able to travel the way we do and uh, have the support of Husqvarna to just go there and do everything really on a high level and very professionally um, with the same bikes that we race here in the States. So that's it's a, a huge uh, huge um, plus to riding the Husqvarna.
0: Zach, we appreciate you always answering the phone, and, and uh, it's always a pleasure having you on. We're big fans of you.
2: No problem. Thanks, guys. And just to to be clear, you are going to the 450 class in 2019, right? Yep. Full-time 450. Just want to make sure. All right, buddy boy. Hey, thanks so much, Zach. Appreciate it. We're sending you into the pits, okay? No problem. Have a good one, guys. Right, there we go. Zach Osborne uh, starts the show off in grand style. This portion of our program brought to you by Hicklin Power Sports. Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa, has done a remarkable job of taking itself from uh, a struggling dealership into a master of its own destiny, not only in this market, but online as well. Give them the website, PJ, if you would. It's HicklinPowerSports.com. Easy to find. Back after this. Stay tuned.